0: what's up team and welcome to optimize the show that teaches you all things tea and how it can optimize longevity recovery and performance my name is vince lapelousa and i am your host and guide on this tea journey and today we are diving into the world of rose the rose tisane the rose flower and we're going to talk about how this tisane makes such a beautiful floral heavenly tea so today we're going to dig into three topics First, the history of rose tea, second, the health benefits of rose, and third, the neat tips and tricks to make the best rose tea experience for you and your significant other. So let's dive on into the history. Now normally, I don't like to do this, but I was reading through, as I was researching on Rose, I was reading through one of my herbal books, and one of the books I have is called Breverton's Complete Herbal, A Book of Remarkable Plants and Their Uses. And this is a guide that has hundreds, hundreds of different herbs and tisanes, and it talks about the history and some of the descriptions and properties of said plant, whatever you're looking into, a said herb. So today I'm gonna read from this directly about the history of rose because I thought it was fascinating and I couldn't put it in better words myself. So here's a passage on rose from Breverton's Complete Herbal, a book of remarkable plants and their uses. So, the history of rose. The cultivation of roses originated in Persia, where an extensive rosewater trade began in the 8th century. Sappho, the Greek poetess, writing 600 BCE, crowned the Rose Queen of Flowers. Roses were held to be sacred to the goddess of love, Venus to the Romans, and Aphrodite to the Greeks, and were symbolic of protection and rebirth. During funeral ceremonies, the Romans scattered rose petals to symbolize resurrection. The Romans placed a rose over the door of a public or private banquet hall, and each citizen who passed under it bound, the, bound himself, not to disclose anything said or done in the meeting. It then became the custom across Europe to suspend a rose over the dinner table as a sign that all confidences were, held, were to be held secret, hence the phrase sub rosa, under the rose, and the plaster ornament in the center of a ceiling is still known as the ceiling rose. Nostradamus prescribed rose petal pills to guard against the plague. Roses were grown in monastery gardens in the Middle Ages in Europe and used by monks for medicinal purposes. In 1798, Napoleon's wife, Empress Josephine, created one of the greatest rose gardens outside of Paris at her Chateau de Malmaison which are with every known variety cultivated there, which, side note, I believe there's like 30,000 varieties of rose. Wild. Today, roses are used primarily in the perfume industry. The oil from the Bulgarian Kazanlink rose is considered to be the best in the world and is used by Chanel and Christian D- Christian Dior in their perfumes. It takes four tons of roses or approximately two million flowers to make just two pounds or 900 grams of rose atar. Uh, Atar is another Persian word for oil, like ato or atar, which explains why pure rose oil is so expensive. Fascinating, and I I love that because it kind of touches on all aspects of the rose and its uses and historical references, starting from the Persian era, which is, if you look into it, that was where much of the rose culture began, was in Persian times. But if you look at the historical use of rose in the tea sense, this started in China specifically. In the during the Han Dynasty, which was 141 to 87 BC. And it was used as a medicinal herb. They don't, the, from what I've found, it's been hard to identify exactly what they used it for medicinally because we'll get into some of the medicinal properties of rose. But based on what you read here in Breverton's uh, guide, as well as what you find online and other journals and research research papers and and resources is that heart or rose is such a heart opener and it gladdens the heart and it elevates spirits and is also associated directly with love and the passion of of love so it was most likely used along those lines back then and today rose you can find in flavored drinks all over. When it comes to the tea space, it gets blended with teas and we'll describe and dig into that a little bit in the tips and tricks um, aspect of it about what it blends well with. But you can find it in bubble teas and many loose leaf teas as well as just teas in general. So that being said, let's talk about some of the unique health benefits of rose tea. So the rose is often associated most with love and frankly it's for good reason as described it's been a, it's been praised as the herb and the flower to represent aphrodite and there was there's references and stories of cleopatra just lining rooms with with this with this herb to seduce men and to entice many, many people. And the reason being is the rose is known energetically as a heart opener or a gladdener for the heart. So energetically, the rose tea gladdens the heart when burdened by stress, grief, overwork, and unpleasant emotions. When you think about it, have you ever heard the term or the phrase, stop and smell the roses? The That phrase alone reminds us that, one, just to take a little pause in life and just see what's around you, ground yourself, live presently. But if you actually look, I mean, they could have chosen any flower, stop and smell the lavender, stop and smell the chamomile, but they decided to say stop and smell the roses. Well, just the aromatherapy of the rose is opens the heart and gladdens you and and makes you appreciate the the finer things in life so this is directly associated and it's pretty common knowledge that that rose does this and preliminary studies in scientific research they show that there's good reason that we feel this way Uh, preliminary studies support this by by showing that rose t Rose tea tends to have an anti-hypertensive property, anti-diabetic, anti-anxiety, hypnotic, anti-inflammatory, nerve-calming, and mood-boosting properties in this tea. And there are so many different flavonoids and different antioxidants within the tea that support all of this, these claims and these sayings. So there's good references as to why this is done. However, there needs to be more in my opinion, to understand this herb and this amazing flower better, it is also a gentle astringent type herb. So, this when an herb is an astringent, it means that it has this tightening effect. And as an astringent tea, what it does is that you can you might be able to feel it within the mouth where some of the most astringent herbs would actually like be sour and they'll make you pucker. Now it's a gentle astringent, so it's not a very sour. If you've ever had a rose flavored anything, you'll know it's not very sour, but it has that gentle tightening effect. And what that does is that tightens and tonifies not only your digestive tract and your gut, but also your skin and your reproductive organs as well. So what are some of the best tips and tricks to make your experience with rose the absolute best? Well, It is best enjoyed when making a tea, it's best enjoyed at a lower temperature around brewing this, at a steeping this, at a lower temperature around like 160 to 170, 175 degrees Fahrenheit. Steep it for about five minutes. Now, if you go past that, if you go towards like the 10, 20 minute mark, it can't get very bitter. And it can be extremely overpowering with depending on how much rose you use. For me personally, I don't love rose flavored things too much or I'm always hesitant when it comes to it because it's such a delicate flavor and it can be extremely overpowering and taste like perfume. So I tend to steer away from it unless I have had it before if it's somewhere else and know exactly like how they make it or if I make it myself I know only a few petals goes a long way so be delicate experiment with it yourself I think it can be overpowering but maybe you like that so experiment yourself try it out see how much rose you want to use Um, enjoy it enjoy this tea after you make it enjoy it with a significant other this is A tea that is meant to open up your heart, um, specifically like your heart chakra, it's meant to connect you with a partner and with yourself as well. So if you don't have a significant other, you can enjoy it with yourself and give yourself some love and take a bath, you know, read a good book, do something that you love with this tea or if you do have a significant other, enjoy it with them, share that time together, you know, maybe make it a little bit of a romantic evening and... Enjoy the enjoy the time tonight, and with the person, um, you can add it to baths too. You can add the rose petals to baths too to tighten and tonify your body and your skin. As as mentioned, this is a gentle astringent. So one, it's going to make the bath smell so good, and it's going to have the aromatherapy type effects. You can also have a cup of rose tea if you just want to completely immerse yourself in this herb. Add a little bit to a bath light some candles. I mean, you see it in movies. There's good reason that you see it. That's supposedly what Cleopatra also did is she took baths with rose. So try it out for yourself. Now there are some herbs that blend and teas that blends super well with this herb. I love blending it with a green tea, specifically a jasmine green tea, which check out yesterday's episode on jasmine green tea if you want to learn more about that. But when you add it, jasmine is such a light and beautiful scent and flavor to it, so does rose. Together, they combine and make such a beautiful floral experience. Now, if you don't like the floral experience, then maybe blend it with something like hibiscus, another flower, but very different flavors. It's more tart, more sour. There's another episode on hibiscus, check that out. or blend it with cacao if you want some more of a chocolatey experience. Cacao, a little bit of honey, beautiful tea. It's super enjoyable. Or rooibos. Rooibos is another. Uh, it's also known as African Red bush. Blends super well. Has a honey flavor. Those two blend together. And honestly, all of those, the hibiscus, cacao, and rooibos, those are all heart openers as well. It's interesting that heart openers are all, all tend to be a red, not only flower, but also a red tea in general. So super unique and super fascinating how that works and how nature has kind of done that. The teas that all are red and have this, this reddish hue tend to work on the heart. I think that's interesting. And I don't know much else besides that, besides something that I've noticed. So Try that out. Blend them together. And uh, that's it. Experiment, enjoy, have fun. It's That's why I love these tea journeys is once you get into it, you get to be a little mad chemist in your own kitchen, blending herbs, trying different temperatures, trying different steep times, seeing what is best and what works best for you. So that's it. There's a little overview of the history, a little bit of the background of health benefits and tips and tricks for you to have the best rose tea experience. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to Optimized and write a five-star review. One, it helps keep me motivated and pushing these out for you to enjoy, but two, it boosts the... It boosts the podcast in the different platforms to show them to more viewers. So I would appreciate that. Spread the love. And if you add a five star review with a specific tea that you want to hear more about, I will be adding it. So today is day 10 of a 14 day push of different teas, a different tea and different Tassan every single day. So after the 14 days, I'm going to be diving into any recommendations that you all want to hear. And please let me know. Put it in a five-star review, post it. I will add it to the list starting after the 14 days. I appreciate it. And I'll give you a shout out on that specific episode. And then finally, if you're looking for some of the most functional and flavorful tea blends on the market, check out Fresh Steeps. Fresh Steeps has the best, most unique tea blends on the market right now. Uh, Five different tea blends ranging from those to be your pre-workout slash coffee alternative or one for afternoon pick-me-up or something if you've maybe digest, if you need a little bit of digestive help, um, sleepy time tea or immune boosting tea. It's something for, for everyone or something for every part of the day so check it out that's freshsteeps.com freshsteeps.com f-r-e-s-h-s-t-e-e-p-s dot com check them out awesome stuff link will be in the show notes level up your tea game today so i appreciate you thank you so much for tuning in today remember to take some time for yourself and enjoy a cup of tea today and we will see you in the next episode